0: This is definitely the episode that should be sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Welcome to Christ in the Chaos, where a pastor's kid and a kids ministry director talk about raising a Christ-centered family. We're not sure we know what we're doing, but we are right in the thick of it. And this is how we're finding Christ in the Chaos. Welcome back to Christ in the Chaos. I'm Kathleen, here with my illustrious husband, Joel, and I don't know what illustrious really means.
1: And I'm Joel.
0: <laughs> I just mixed up the, the intro. That's what I was going for. I was to come going in for. with a
1: yawn, because it's our oh. rest. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. There I'm you go. Joel. Oh, good job, Joel. If ah. you were a dwarf, what dwarf would you be? <laughs> Sleepy.
0: Yes. Today is our episode about rest, which after listening to like all of our Previous episodes and edits, we realized was probably the most uh, needed episode for us to process and um, talk through in our own life. Yeah, yeah, is that we are always exhausted. Um, And granted, we have small children, but that is what we're going to be talking about today: is how to get the rest we need, regardless.
1: And what is rest?
0: We'll answer that after the family (laughs) check-in.
1: How are you, Joel? I'm good. Um, I just am in the middle of a big project at work, um, and it's it's actually going really well, um, but it's just a lot of work. Um, I have a stack of files. One of the other attorneys came by my office this morning and said, oh, looks like you're building a sandcastle, because um, my floor is just stacks of paper oh, yeah. and files. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> uh, but... And the what well, we'll talk about when we get to so that came up, um, the kids are save it. They're good, but they are Oh boy, yeah. oh boy, are oh, they? Guess. boy, oh boy. Um, they're busy boys. So <laughs> they Levi loves playing in the mud. He got out in the mud today. He got nice and muddy. Dane also got a little bit muddy.: um, You let that happen, unless that's your fault.: I did. It was fun. It's just exhausting. Yeah, we should do. We should talk about rest. Um. So I'm happy but exhausted.
0: There you Everyone's go. Everyone's healthy. Story of my life.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling good. How are you?
0: I am fine. I'm getting my hair done tomorrow. I believe
1: um, you get your hair did.
0: Um. Thanks, mom, for providing childcare, um, so that I could get my hair done because it's, that is the limiting factor on that. Um. And today, I had. I just had like an interesting day today where I had like this big plan to do all these things for my like to go spend money to do my like unhealthy, like coping of being kind of exhausted. And instead, I like looked at uh, a friend that I could help and decided to do that instead. So instead of going out and spending a hundred bucks on something I probably didn't need to spend a hundred bucks on, I helped a friend for a few hours and um, it was worth it. And it was great.
1: You also did some organizing, which we'll talk oh, yeah. more about when we get to your coping mechanisms. Oh, yeah, no, I'm for sleep replacement. I'm
0: uh, I'm not a, I'm not good at this is not the episode where I'm gonna come out as the healthy, well-adjusted spouse.
1: I don't know that any of us are, but let's get to our topic.
0: Our topic today is rest. Um and why it's important. We find it on a daily, weekly, and in each like long term seasonal basis. Um, but before we get going into um, our kind of more specific habits, I wanted to kind of talk about what is your rest personality? Tell us about how you rest or tell us about how it affects your life, I guess, more than yeah. anything else. Yeah,
1: I guess I don't at this point. <clears throat> like, you're always like, what do you do to rest? I'm like, I don't. No, you're, I just you're, go. Until I die, and then I die. Uh, I I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing things, and so so you're good at functioning. I'm good at letting go of a little rest. Yeah, well, but also (laughs) like not letting that drag me down when I do have a moment. And also, my family is notoriously good at sleeping when we need to, which you're not. But like whenever there's an opportunity to sleep, like my dad has a great picture of my brother, like on top of a pile of rocks, like big boulder rocks, like just asleep because that was the moment he had to sleep. And so he's like, well, I need sleep. So I'm going to sleep now. And we just fall asleep. Um, So I do. I do pretty well that way. How about you? What's your sleep profile?
0: <laughs> I would say that this is probably the way I am the most dysfunctional. Um. I had like an unofficial diagnosis as a teenager of chronic fatigue. I have a lot of anxiety around sleep um, and never sleep well. I would say that I, on average, wake up four to five times a night every single night, um, usually to go to the bathroom, um, but mostly because I have some sort of weird anxiety about sleep. Um, If I get woken up from a nap. It's a cruel
1: irony that you're worried about getting enough sleep you wake up.
0: Yep. Um, if I get woken up from a nap, I basically go go go, 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 go until my body cannot function anymore, and when I nap, if I get woken up from a nap, um I get an I, an adrenaline rush that i can it's like you can feel the liquid um and it, you get
1: mad at your husband it
0: feels it's the most miserable feeling that I felt in this in this life is the adrenaline rush um being woken up from a nap um I don't relax, I don't sleep, I don't. I, the only thing I do is I crash when I can't go any further, um, and I am I am I am not well rested, and I am not a good rester.
1: We're gonna get some emails telling you you need to rest more. I, yeah. I'm just I, telling you we're gonna get the emails. I
0: think part of it is a um a a some some people might look at it one way and say it's a self fulfilling prophecy. For me, it's like because I do not get quality rest, I do not prioritize the I do not prioritize rest. Um, because of the times that I've tried to prioritize it, I've been let down by, um, you know, it's like I've wasted the time trying to get the rest and it hasn't actually helped me um, to put the, to set the time aside. And so um, I did last year, I tried uh, improving my sleep by looking into sleep hygiene and making some changes there. Um, and um, it didn't ultimately fix or help.
1: Yeah. And I think, letting go of the expectation of what's about to happen. Like, it, you know, like, eating fast food isn't bad if you're expecting fast food, but if you're expecting, like, like, oh, we're going to go to this fancy restaurant, but then the fancy restaurant is full of the fast food. But yes, I get your point. Your underlying point. (laughs) Like, if you're expecting, you're like, oh, I need to, like, get all this sleep, and then you don't. The disappointment is as bad as anything else. I would say it's worse. I would rather, Yeah. Like, you don't like, I guess, a coping of going into a restful state when you're, when you have a moment to rest, instead of saying, I'm going to get a half hour rest, I'm going to get an hour rest, I'm going to watch this full TV show or read this book because you just get interrupted. Like, the kids are just relentless and life is relentless. And so, instead, I think a good strategy is to go into and say, Hey, I have some amount of time here. I'm going to, start reading i'm going to lay down for a second and then you get as much as you can and if you get two seconds i
0: appreciate that
1: that works for you i'm trying to give you strategies I, I, i
0: will say too that when we were planning for this one this like this conversation just to prepare for this one led on to like a full emotional breakdown because the reality is that this is something that is so dysfunctional in my life the fact that we are doing all you're gonna get from me is a podcast on all of the things I'm
1: just terrible at. I don't think you're alone. I think that we as a people, as a society, don't prioritize rest the way we should. Yeah. And you particularly have a list of things you need to accomplish. And if you don't accomplish your list, like it gives you a headache.
0: No, it just is like a buzz. It's yeah. like a buzz of the list running through.
1: And I think everyone kind of to a greater or lesser extent has that same... They have the things they need to do, right? They have things that need to get done today and they don't have a lot of margin because we keep piling things into our day. And I think we as a people and us individually need to add rest to our list. Like it should be as important as the dishes, as brushing our teeth, as right. Those other hygiene things we do to keep our body from falling apart. Rest should be on that list because if you don't rest, it just like all the studies show, you know, like a lack of rest. You die. No, you die. Well, and you just stop functioning. You don't. Your higher brain functions don't You're work. You're not right. you a safe driver. It's terrible. Your so. body
0: shuts down and you die younger because of <laughs> which
1: is great. Um, so yeah, let's, I'm set
0: up real great for that.
1: Let's get to those, <laughs> the things we do to recharge, rest, and relax.
0: Close, recharge, reset, and relax. So those are the three main areas of rest that we're going to talk about today. First, with regard to recharging. Um, we're talking about this is like recharging your energy. So stopping and moving your body is the physical act, and then the spiritual act is asking for the stopping power from
1: your moving your body, not stopping. End. Sorry,
0: not end moving. <laughs> no,
1: it's an important conjunction. Um, no,
0: you're right. In um, uh, the spiritual um, part of recharging, is asking for the Holy Spirit. So stop moving and start asking for energy from God because you have that power and that that ability. Um, and We, from the beginning, God created us and God created us with rest in mind.
1: Yeah. I mean, literally the first, the seventh thing, not the first thing. I know, I was
0: thinking about that. The The seventh 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 thing thing. (laughs) God
1: did, right, was rest. And then right, he commands us to rest. And that's the Sabbath, um, which is... Kind of culturally, religiously, and historically, three different things.
0: Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, so why don't we? So the th- the Sabbath went away with the law, right? Well, sort Jesus of. is the law.
1: The Sabbath went away with anti Semitism. So, <laughs> it started as a the the Isra- Israelite people were coming out of slavery,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and slaves work seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year. Oh, so
0: he's like teaching.
1: And they You've work all the time. Do this, yeah. The Ten Commandments are are not just uh, like everything in the Bible, right? It's not just about it's not even about God a little bit, right? God doesn't need us to worship him. He's God. He's gonna be fine. But have no other gods before me because those false gods will fail you. And you need to rest. Even I rested. You need to take a day. And so the point of the Sabbath was just that, to rest. Everybody rests. Slaves, donkeys, everybody take a rest. And then, of course, we got a hold of it, right? Humanity gets a hold of it and screws it up. And it became this, like, list of rules about what rest is. And you could, like, it was like, oh, you can only walk 10 feet.
0: Yeah, you can only lift this thing. Yeah, and yeah. so you
1: have to cook your meals the day before. Because you're just
0: like, it's and, like meal prepping in yeah. the first century. <laughs> I guess and so the
1: then, BC. right,
0: Christ pointed BC. out,
1: right, like, hey, that's causing you more stress, not less, because yeah. you're, like, doing double work the day before. The Sabbath is for rest. Spiritual and physical rest is not, don't cook your meals. Yeah. It's, it's not rest. a rule. And
0: that's, like, the whole thing right. of, of what Christ brings, right? The Sabbath is still a good
1: rule. Um, yeah, but, I mean, Christ said the Sabbath is for you. Yeah, You are not for the Sabbath. Yes. Right? And so then, of course, we as a society reinterpret it again. Um, and there's a whole thing about like don't be lazy on the Sabbath. Like industrial revolution came around, like oh don't be don't be lazy. Don't use the Sabbath as an excuse to lay about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we moved to Sunday because that's when Christ was risen.
0: And so it's easier to like do church on the day that you're already gonna like. Well, it's a, you're not gonna work that day because it's you-
1: kind of a physical example. I mean, if you want to get. I mean. Spiritual about it. It's a physical example of moving away from the old law into oh, the yeah, new. Oh, yeah, that's kind of nice. Right. We're not written <laughs> on stone. It's written on our hearts. Yeah. We're moving away from the tablets to Christ. Uh, also, if you worship on Sunday instead of Saturday in 0 BC Israel, there's a lot of temples that are empty and you could <sighs> borrow. Clever um,
0: fellows and so Yeah.
1: So that's kind of the, hist- I mean, that's what the Sabbath is. Right. And it. It's God telling us, like, your body You're, is, You were meant to rest. Is meant to rest sometimes. Stop moving.
0: Um, cool. Okay, so then the next one was resetting your mind and heart on God. And this is like, this is, the, this is my favorite one. Um, this is about um, the physical act is getting alone, and the spiritual act is seeking God's will. Um, and it's something that Christ did over and over and over again. Uh, Jesus uh, went into the wilderness to be alone with God for forty days. He went um, away after John the Baptist was beheaded to grieve. Um, when he was picking the twelve disciples, he went away to seek God. Um, right before he picked them, essentially, um, right in Gethsemane, he was—you uh, know—he went to be away and to seek God's presence right before in that stressful situation. And but the most kind of, I would say, applicable to us. Um, comes from Mark six and uh, that is uh, the apostles returned to Jesus and told them all that they had done and taught. So they had been out, you know, doing their thing. And he said to them, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while uh, for many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. Um, and they went away and and listened. Um, but there's, even in addition to all those times, those are not like the six times in the Bible, like Jesus is almost always um Oh, like seeking to be alone after he's been with all of those people. He is maybe Jesus was like the world's biggest introvert, but he goes to be alone to go seek God's will. And um, when we are in the world, when we are at work, when we are at the grocery store, when we are even around our kids and our family, we are under the influence of worldly things and worldly ideals and um, worldly just influence. And the idea of removing yourself from other people, and that includes your phone and your TV <gasps> and the interwebs. Oh, come on! Now. And um, seeking God—that um, is a type of reset of your mind. That is a kind of rest um, from. It's a rest from the world, um, so that's kind of what we mean when we're saying reset. The physical act is getting alone. The spiritual act is seeking God's will, yeah, and
1: then we all need to. Get away from other people sometimes. It takes energy to be around other people.
0: Like right now. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Um, And then there's the relaxing. Um, So that's the third one. We had recharge for energy, reset for mind and heart on God. And relaxing is letting go of control. And if there's one that we're going to find I am the worst at, this is it.
1: Yeah, don't be so worried about your checkbox and your outlines.
0: Yes, the physical act of relaxing is stop getting stuff done. And the spiritual practice is to trust God and what that will look like is spontaneity and responding to people and to the spirit and not to the list of things that you have decided are the important thing to get done that day. So it's recharge is recharging your energy, resetting your mind and heart and relaxing by letting go of control. So let's start with what we do on a daily basis. Um, So we're talking about recharging your energy. This means what do you do on a daily basis to stop moving? And do you ask the Holy Spirit for energy?
1: Yeah. I Recharging, stopping moving. That's hard. I think we have post dinner and post kid going to bed, post chores, getting ready for the next day. So we have built in time. I don't know if we did it on purpose.
0: But one of them is like bedtime. So like you're just yeah. describing going to bed. No.
1: Before bed. Okay. We kind of, I think accidentally fell into after dinner. The kids eat and then they go off to play and then we just kind of stay at the table. <laughs>
0: we just don't have enough energy to get and then, up and do anything.
1: Yeah, but it's a good like, I mean, it's good for communication. Go see our communication episode, but it's also good rest, physical rest and that we're not moving around. We're not chasing the kids. We're just sitting and finishing our meal. And even after we finished our meal, staying there for a minute. And then, after we put the kids to bed and kind of get whatever we need to get done that day, usually around like nine nine thirty we hit the couch and just kind of sit on the couch for a while, yep, um, which I always feel a little bit lazy doing that, but at the same time, you gotta put rest on the checklist, yeah,
0: no, um sometimes I don't do that if I don't have what I needed to get done during the day, though I did one of the big things that I started doing was moving my study um, to the morning instead of at night, because for really for years, um, we would get to that nine o'clock point and I would like pull out my Bible and then, and from nine to like nine I'd be sitting there like not resting still, even though I was like seeking God, it was like not, it was, you know, it that's not, that's not this kind of rest. Um, I would say that from when I wake up in the morning on a daily basis, um, I do ask the Holy Spirit for energy. I do the spiritual side of this great. Um, but I don't stop moving. Um, If you include sitting and thinking and working um, on Tuesdays, I have lunch with my friend and we sit down usually for an extended period of time.
1: I will brag. I have a friend.
0: No, I know I have one friend and she's no, that's not true. I have many friends, Um, but this is like one of the times during the week I sit down and I eat a meal and nobody makes me get up and help them or do anything. Um, Besides that, every lunch I have is interrupted no fewer than, I try to watch, I sit down with my meal, I try to watch one 21-minute House Hunters episode and not move and not help the kids during that time. I feed them their food, and then I try to sit down and just have that time to not move. And um, today I decided to examine what it looked like. Um, And so I waited to see how many times in a 21-minute episode um, I was interrupted I was interrupted for the first time at 35 seconds. Um, it was adorable, but it was still like, Mommy, blah, 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 blah. And um, I think I was probably interrupted 12 to 15 times okay, before I got This isn't about up. how
1: terrible your no, life I'm is just and saying, how you can't get anything I don't done. Have
0: any, I don't have the ability to sit down and—, and Except
1: after dinner and after 9:30, the same times I do.
0: Yeah, and and Tuesdays at lunch. I, yeah. I don't work, and I sit down and I eat a meal. Um. So, yeah, and then I do, um, on a regular basis, ask for God to give me the energy to get through the day.
1: Yeah, word.
0: So on a daily basis, uh, how do you reset your mind? Do you get alone? And do you seek God's will? What do you do?
1: I I don't have a lot of alone time. That's true. Um, when I do get alone time, I usually get in trouble uh, for having alone time. Because Kathleen's not allowed to have alone time, apparently. Except on Tuesdays, when she has lunch with her friend. But, so I don't spend a lot of time alone. Like, I kind of spend time isolated at work. You're kind of uh, in, like, an office. You're not
0: seeking God's will when you're working. No.
1: And you're, you're isolated in a weird way, but never alone. Like, you can't relax and be relaxed and alone. But you're also, like, in an office working. And so, like, you're not. With people. If you're
0: in a suit, you can't relax. Yeah, it's just a very miserable existence to be in a suit every day.
1: I don't know if it's that miserable, but I think it certainly requires you to find that somewhere else. And I don't know if I have that anywhere where Mm -hmm. I can go out on a daily basis and be alone and relax and kind of be in a a space like that. I mean, do you?
0: Yes, every single day I set my alarm 10 minutes before I need to wake up and I, um, in silence now granted there's usually a kid sleeping next to me at this point but they're asleep so I don't count it I pray for 10 minutes between the first and second snooze button and that is my time every day to be alone with God and oh if
1: we're counting the time when I hit snooze I do that every day I hit snooze and I lay there and just kind of lay there right
0: What okay. <laughs> you do the same thing it's a two-parter Joel not just being physically alone and asleep um, but seeking God seeking God's will um, okay, so and then on a daily basis, um, do you relax? So do you let go of your list of things to get done and trust God and meet the needs of people and uh, what the, the spirit is leading to you to?
1: Not usually on a daily basis, but I think I do a pretty good job of when I need to sleep, when it is officially you know, I'm looking at my alarm clock and looking at the clock now, and I'm like, okay, if I go to sleep now, I can survive tomorrow, We're just saying I can't—whatever else needs that, to be dealt with can't be dealt with tonight. I need to let it go.
0: Yes. Okay. That is—that makes sense. Um, um I, I fundamentally—this um, this is maybe my worst thing, but maybe not my worst thing. On a daily basis, um, I have things that I want to achieve, and I absolutely cannot move on. I can't even, like, address the kids— <laughs> or certainly not you, it's like I can, I can picture the multiple moments every single day when you want to stop and engage with me and I just give you the deer in the headlights look of I'm in the middle of the dishes. I'm in the middle of this thing. Nothing I am could almost, be more
1: important than the I, times we fought over I, you doing the dishes. I
0: cannot. I Honestly, the idea of putting rest time on my to-do list at least would mean that I could come to you and be like, it's rest time now. Come, I'm here to pay attention to you, Um, but I have a very hard time of of letting go. I don't and, think
1: anyone would believe that paying attention to me is restful. Well, and and
0: I will say that it didn't occur to me how um how disobedient and how um problematic this is from a spiritual standpoint until I looked at it for the purposes of this podcast. The idea that me setting the list of achievements and not being able to listen to the spirit and not only be able to listen to the people around me was just me ignoring God. And um, I know that it's bad because like any idiot who comes up to you uh, or, you know, whose spouse comes up to them to like connect with them, who you look at them and I'm like, I'm not done with the dishes. um, That's not a good thing. But the idea that I can see it from a spiritual standpoint um, and why it's not a good thing is kind of it kind of leaves me with a an icky feeling in my
1: tummy. I think you're great.
0: Yeah, thanks, love.
1: On a daily basis, I think you're great, but how about on a weekly basis?
0: On a weekly basis. So we're talking about recharging our energy. So again, what do I do to stop moving? Uh, um I take a nap on Saturday and Sunday
1: every single week. <laughs> the least restful time of the week for me.
0: Sunday, Sunday for sure. Saturday usually Um, But it's not like, oh, you know, Kathleen has some planned rest time. It is usually that once we get to about 1245 on a Saturday or Sunday, well, more like 130 on a Sunday, I can't move anymore. I cannot move my body anymore. I have given up. I have pushed so hard during the week that the second there is somebody there to keep the kids alive and make sure that they don't jump off a cliff, my body shuts down. And um, it's
1: pretty optimistic. I might let them jump off a cliff
0: um so i don't know that that counts but i do stop moving um and uh on a weekly basis i don't think i do i was noticing i don't have a lot of um weekly rhythms in terms of rest but like uh, sorry spiritual rhythms and i have sunday morning that is um it's work time but i could very justifiably spend that time uh praying while i'm there and it may be a good thing to ask for um the Holy Spirit for the energy to get through the week on Sunday mornings. I could easily work that in while I'm at the church and while I'm away from you and the kids to do that.
1: Yeah, it's it's a harder prospect of finding those larger chunks of time in the week. Mm-hmm. I guess Sunday afternoons, I spend time not moving. But you, you're watching the But kids. I'm watching the kids. Um, it's not a restful thing. <laughs> it's not terribly restful, no. And so... I mean, Saturday afternoons, it, there's not really, and I think maybe that's something I need to start working in, is finding times to rest.
0: Well, a part but, of going through this process of, like, looking at our weeks and looking at this has made me realize how little you're allowed to rest in this. Like, I push myself, you know, like, oh, good, Kathleen worked out four times this week, and she studied three times this week, and she made the bed is every day, and I made dinner every day. But then when it comes to the weekend, I can't function. And you pick up that slack, which means you don't ever get to rest because of my obsession with achieving what I need to achieve during the
1: week. Well, you got to make sure the bed's made because otherwise <laughs> I know it's we'll stupid. just mess it up at night. I no, know it's, it's not. It, And I think, it, I mean, I think this is a good thing for everybody to go through this kind of list of daily, weekly, long-term, how do I relax? How do I reset? How do I recharge? Just having the conversation out loud. You're like, oh, we we need to start prioritizing. Yeah, this. like
0: you literally, if you write out your week and when you when you build in these rest times, it is so helpful to seeing like, oh, we don't, I don't do anything where I stop moving on Tuesdays, or I don't um, ever stop and seek the will of God um, in an alone setting, or I never, or or my my requirement that I achieve every little thing I need to achieve during the day is getting in the way of my relationship with God. And when you draw it out on a schedule, it's a lot easier. It's very convicting. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah. And kind of how do I reset on a weekly basis? Like, how do I get alone? I mean, like you, I think I have lunchtime Mm -hmm. kind of to be alone. Yeah. And then, like, yard work. I'm alone just because the machines are loud and so I have headphones on. Like, not music headphones, but sound headphones Mm -hmm. that really separate you from the world. Yeah. But that's not... Physically relaxing. So I don't like, I don't really spend time with God there. I spend time. So
0: you're talking about the reset your mind and heart. You're talking yeah. about getting alone on getting a weekly alone. basis.
1: On a weekly basis. Do you, where do you get alone? I mean, I guess I, you have Sunday mornings. No,
0: so, yes. Sunday mornings um, are one of the times when I am really, um I'm working, but I'm doing like menial tasks at the very beginning. I'm plugging in the Apple TVs. I'm turning on the sound. I'm um, t- testing out little, you know, very like um, not big thought tasks, but, um, really it's, I would say about once a week, you kind of look at me and are like, get out of here. Um, because I, cause I need to be away from the kids. Um, I love oh, yeah, them. We do that for you. <laughs> well, anyway, you take it out of here. And while most of the time I'll go to like, I don't know, TJ Maxx or, um, like anywhere else. Um, the, the drive, I, love listening to podcasts when I drive but a lot of the times podcasts um, will spark some other idea in my mind and I will sit there and out loud talk through um, something that that I'm working through with God in the car probably look like a real I mean I could have Bluetooth people don't know that I'm not talking on people the phone
1: don't you don't know
0: um, but I but I do work through things in the car when I'm driving by myself and I actually like the podcast because the podcast almost always give me the things the prompting. Um, of something that I haven't worked through with God. And then I'll sit there and, and we'll and we'll talk about it out loud. Um, so I do have that as a um, time alone when you give me my time to myself and I'm driving around. Um,
1: yeah, commuting is,
0: commuting. is yeah. time alone. Anytime I don't have the kids with me It's in the not car. restful.
1: And it's not as alone. Sometimes you call me.
0: Yes, I do. Please come home and now. And then you're
1: like, I want to <laughs> talk to you on your commute. And I'm like, I'm trying to decompress.
0: Yeah, I understand that. Um, um, relaxing, though. Okay, so this is what I'm good at. Um, on a weekly basis, relaxing, so letting go of control, stopping trying to get stuff done. Um, I, my daily Monday through Friday disciplines, I throw out the window on the weekend. I do not. I usually make the bed, but if I don't make the bed, well, you gotta make I don't the hold bed. it against myself. Otherwise, I people might know you
1: slept there. I
0: pray in the morning, but I don't necessarily have to go through my litany of prayers that I do during the day, and I don't study on the weekends. And I um, there's just all of my n- really neurotic things that are on my list. I if I don't do them on the weekends, I have total like, grace for myself. I I'm fine. Um, so, ha. Huh, check one in the Kathleen column as rocked job. it. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't. But that's OK.
0: Now, let's talk about rest on a seasonal or long term basis the first one is again, recharging your energy. So this is the physical practice of stopping moving your body and the spiritual practice of asking the Holy Spirit. Um, I would like think like for a normal, functional, well rested, like good person at resting, this would be like a restful vacation or taking a few restful days off work. Um, and no yeah. one is worse at this than me.
1: Well, and I don't think people. <laughs> I that's like the big joke. Like I need a vacation for my vacation. I'm glad I'm back at work so I can rest. Yeah. Like
0: well, taking vacations with our kids is like a priority right now because we're like making memories and all. Yeah, um,
1: but again, I think it's a societal like we as a society don't prioritize rest. Yeah,
0: and I would say mine is especially bad. Like for context, um, after I gave birth to my youngest on the 16th of March. Um, I was back running our Palm Sunday service in church uh, on four days later, um, because it was important to me to do my job well, and I could physically do it. And so I did it. And there's all kinds of very difficult seasons in church work, um, particularly Christmas and Easter. And, um, and for me, um, uh, our summer camp, our VBS, um, but. The problem with working in a church is that when you have put the energy into Christmas, or you have put the energy into Easter, or you have put the energy into VBS, it is not worth it if you do not push through and make your next few weeks of programming excellent. Um, because anybody who is like, "Oh, VBS was great," I think I'm going to come back. Um, if you phone it in for the next two weeks, they're like, "Never mind, this place sucks." Um, and there is so much pressure to push through the tough seasons in church work and make the next few weeks after a major event. Great that there is no time for built in rest and and then i would say July and January have been traditionally my rebuilding times and my but if you don't sit during that time and and work um you're not going to have a plan i mean it's just i have no i have yeah. no rest in the I mean, way we have
1: some vacations, but vacations aren't terribly restful, right, and we're and, using
0: all our vacation times for fun vacations not yeah rest vacation well, for
1: visiting my family um yeah, we need to have relaxing. We need to find a way to relax on vacation. It's hard because you go to Disneyland. You go to somewhere fun.
0: Anywhere you have the kids, it's not going to be restful. T- I mean, it's just reality.
1: Let's go to Tahoe. It'll be fun. Oh, it's not. Yeah. It's something we need to get better at as a you and me, but also as a society. We need to rest. We need to make those times, and it's hard Well, because when?
0: Um, the other thing I was thinking of, this reminds me of what we talked about last week, where once you build margin, don't be in the cycle of what you have. Like, you don't have to live like you have little kids for the rest of your life. So right now, it's very hard to be away from our little kids because they don't go to bed very easily with other people. And um, and we vacation really hard with them. Um, but there will come a time where they can be left and when we can do relaxing vacations and we need to remember to make that transition when that is possible.
1: And don't just fill up your margin. When you have margin, don't just, oh, I have, I have a little <laughs> bit of time and effort. We can start a third podcast. Yeah, that's what um, I do. <laughs> right. It, you know, find time to relax and fill your margin with relaxing. Put it on your list.
0: Yeah. Um, resetting your mind on a seasonal basis. Do you um, sp- get time alone um, every once in a while and seek the will of God. And again, this is actually something I do well. Um, Going um, into, I do a goal planning thing. I use uh, Cultivate um, by Laura Casey. She has her power sheets and it's all about um, reflecting on your year, reflecting on the person you're looking at the person you want to be when you're 80 years old and building a life towards that seeking God's will of what kind of person you want to be and what you want to do during the year. And because of that process, I have learned to do this well. Um, So when it comes to seeking the will of God on a seasonal, long-term basis, um, I have that built into my year.
1: I kind of do too, on accident, in that I have to travel for work every once in a while, not a lot, not once a month, not once yeah. every two months, but once every three or four months. More like it feels like four or five. Yeah. Um, I have to travel for work for a day or two. And that is just enough that I have a day or two of where I'm forced to be alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm not forced. I have a buddy who sometimes travels with me for things. And he's always like, hey, let's go. You know, we'll go to a <laughs> baseball game. We'll go do this. We'll go I'm like, I'm just going to stay in my hotel room. I'm going to go. Like, I'm going to watch a movie. I'm yep. going to go to bed early. Yep. And I think that has seasonally- He has slightly
0: older kids, so he's Yeah, like...
1: it has forced me to, but I think even when they, again, don't fill up your margin. Yeah. When the kids get older, using those times where I'm forced to be away from you guys, and I don't enjoy like the being away part, but it is nice to have a forced time to say, mm-hmm. oh. And so if you don't have that- find a way to force like force a time find a forced time
0: when i first started working for the state um we were on not furlough um they called them plps i don't even know what plp stood for but it was basically a forced day off usually you work as a state worker uh it's like 20 to 21 days a month or whatever it was a forced day off every single month for a five percent pay cut and i remember thinking this is awesome Because I would never take these three day weekends because I would just accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. But Mm -hmm. I loved being forced to take the day off.
1: Yeah. So find a way to force yourself,
0: Um, build it into the schedule. Um, Okay. And so the relaxing is the last one on a long term basis. Um, How, over the long term, have you stopped letting, like, started letting go of control and trusting God? Um, This may not seem like a big step, but I used to chart um, how many books the kids read how many minutes a day we spent um, watching TV, how many minutes a day we spent. I forget with all of the little, that's the, there's the real growth. I don't even remember what all the things were. I charted every day. <laughs> Good job. Um, but at one point I looked at it and was like, this is just, I'm going to make my kids just like me. And so I put the chart away. And so I did let go of um, that. And one time I, I was also doing the study of the Psalms. I, I don't like the Psalms that much anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm learning it's part of my spiritual burn, development. David. I'm sorry, it's not my thing. Um, and it and maybe someday it will very, very much be my thing. But um I got through I got to one nineteen, which if anybody knows the Psalms, one nineteen is the behemoth of all the Psalms. And I was like, I'm done with this. I am done, and this is not life-giving, and this is not good, and I am not getting closer to God. I'm just getting annoyed with David and I am done. And um walking away from that instead of finishing the book and the study that I said I was gonna finish. That was like a, that was a spiritual practice uh, for me.
1: I'm not good at this one. I'm, I'm very, like, keep track of my, you know, 401k accounts. Kind of, it's hard to trust long-term and relax and let go of things.
0: Uh, you know what? On this note, I'm going to read this scripture. Speaking of, uh, I also don't like the Proverbs, but I found one on the relaxation factor that I thought was interesting. This is Proverbs 19:21. Many are the plans in the mind of man, but it's the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And that was just so perfect for the idea that the plans that we have and the things that we seek to achieve, you can come up with a million of them, but the purpose of the Lord is what's going to, what's going to win out.
1: That is just a great place to end it. So let's get on to our next segment.
0: So that came
1: up. This is a hard one uh, because it was kind of my fault, but (laughs) also it's just a hard subject. The... Kathleen had to go to work tonight, speaking of resting. And
0: I know. You know what the best part is? I didn't have
1: to go to work. I chose to. Either way, I was watching the boys. So they got a little muddy, so I put them in the bath. And while they were in the bath, I did some dishes, and then I went to go get towels. And while I was getting towels in our room, I heard scream and cry sob. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Um, So I run in, and Levi is... Crying, holding his hand, and Dane immediately says, It was an accident. I accidentally bit Levi. So yeah, you know, I got Levi out. We got him a marshmallow. He watched a show he liked. And then I had to go back. And Dane and I had to have a long conversation about biting. And what do you do when your brother is annoying you? Brother had been touching. Pestering, him yeah. I mean, that's unquestionably true. Him. And so what do you do? How do you tell a four-year-old, hey, I know you were annoyed and you don't have the words? But use your words. It's just hard when you're trying to help them do something or learn something that they're just, they can't. He kind of did accidentally bite him.
0: Yeah, we talked about that afterwards. He doesn't mean it was an accident. What he means is that it like basically, like it surprised him. It stuck up on him. It wasn't a volitional act. He just got frustrated and bit, um, which like he needs to not react that way. Um, But it's not like he was like, well, I'm going to hurt him back and I'm going to bite him to do it. That's like just not a thought that went through his mind.
1: Yeah. All right, let's pray out.
0: Lord, help us to find rest in our days, in our weeks, and in the long term. Help us to get the energy, help us to reset our mind on you, and help us to let go of control and let you take over and to see the people around us who need us to be engaged with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please take a second to rate and subscribe to this podcast. It helps others to find us and to be hashtag blessed by the discussions that we have here. If you want to contact us, you can reach us on Instagram at Christ in the chaos, or you can email us at Christ in the at email.com. Until next week, we hope you have a peaceful week. But even if you don't remember that you can find us and Jesus waiting for you in the chaos.